Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> everybody we are back for another bread and wine we are here and hanging out together nicole hill and andy hill as we are every friday for another bread and wine this is a show about life money relationships kids all sorts of wacky stuff that nicole and i deal with on a weekly basis and we come here to chat with you all share a glass of wine and then chat about something that happened this week so on that note we talk about bread we do we talk about the bread that's right we got to be more specific right we drink wine and we talk about the bread. That's right. So today, um, what are we talking about today? I want to talk about how how our family and how our past with our family has shaped like how we are with money. Oh, all right. Because um, okay, so we always try to thread this in with something that happened this week, um, and I listened to the episode of. Um, Marriage, Kids, and Money with your parents. Oh, thanks for listening to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. Because normally when I check your <laughs> podcast app, it says 245 unlistened episodes. Uh, but I thank you for listening to that and one. How many episodes do you have? 250? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. 255? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. And, Sorry. Uh, I like mystery books. I know. That's okay. I so love you. So I listened to the one with your parents and it was adorable. And um, it got me thinking about how they have shaped very much your personality. And um, I see both of them in you. Um, so good thing I love them so much because you're just <laughs> right. like them. Good. <laughs> um, and, and it got me thinking about also in the past how you and I, our parents are very different. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that our um, theories and philosophies about money would also be very different. Yeah. And I think when we went through therapy a few years ago, um, it helped us to kind of understand how our parents are with money. Mm-hmm. And it helped us to have more empathy with each other when we disagreed about what we should do with it. Yeah. So um, I wanted to explore that. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. About, um, so tell me a little bit about like, do, well, first of all, do you think your the way that your parents are with money has shaped the way that you are? Absolutely. Or were you born that way? Uh, well, that's a good question. So yeah, that, that we threw the title up there: nature versus nurture. That's a good. That's a good question. I think I'll. Uh, I, I would say a lot of it probably has to do with just who I am, um, because I have three other siblings, and they've done their own thing too. But I don't know. There's. I remember when my mom helped me to open my first savings account when I was, I don't know, second grade, third grade. I was like, I was like, this is cool. And and I'm like, I I can't wait to see it grow. And I can't wait to figure out ways to make more money so that I can see it grow. It just became a a habit of mine or a hobby of mine and something that I liked. So, you know, that turned into babysitting, turning into selling candy for the football team, turned into eventually investing in my teens, you know, with Janice funds, like you said. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's something that I got really geeked about, but I do think it was some influence from my mom, uh, on the saving and investing side. And then on the hardworking, you know, going out and making the money, I really saw what my dad 
did. Um, and, and he confessed that in the interview as well, is that his dad was the same way. It's just he got blessed with the gene of working really hard and going after goals, and that really excited him. So I feel like I got the best of both worlds from my parents. And I was really excited to do that interview. It, it really made me feel very proud to be able to speak to them. It's definitely a nice thing to have to look back on, you know, for yeah. years to come. Um, so all in all, if you had to sum it up, would you say that you think your money attitude um, and habits um, are more nature or come from nature? I have to choose one, huh? Yeah. I would say um, nurture then because I am who I am based on what my parents have done for me, I feel like. Honestly, I could be born and, you know, maybe have a, a desire to do whatever the thing I've, I've done. But if I didn't have the guiding force and the blessings that my parents were able to give me and the life that I was able to have, I mean, I feel very blessed to be born in the time I was born in, born in this country, born in a affluent, I mean, I guess they weren't affluent when we were growing up, but I mean, compared to the rest of the world, pretty affluent, you know? I feel very so, blessed to be in the situation I'm in. If you think, if you're saying that it is more, um, more of the nurture that made you who you are, then how are your three siblings that were, you know, grew up in the same household with the same parents? All of you are pretty different. We are different, you know? yeah, and different with money sure. as well. Yeah. So <laughs> how, like, how do how do we explain that? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And your parents are different. Your mom is more of a, a little bit more of a saver. Whereas your dad, I think. Yeah. Self-confessed um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So then how do you reconcile? Like, do you think you took more after your mom or more after your dad? And why? Um, I guess I would probably, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm a blend of both. Uh, and I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but. I, I guess when it comes to saving, probably I'm more like my mom. Um, but when it comes to goals and working hard and going after things and, you know, setting goals for yourself and feeling pride in those goals, I, I know my mom does those things as well. Uh, but I see my dad and myself with a lot of those things. So I don't know. I'm not giving a definitive answer. Mm. But but you, you brought up a good question on the why am I so different from my... Um, my siblings, right. like my brother, Mike is extremely giving, like he will go way out of his way to make sure everybody around him is having the best time, no matter the cost, no matter the time that it takes or the monetary value that it takes to make sure you're having that fun. He's going to do that. And I wish I had more of that in me. I think, uh, I don't know. I want to, I'm trying to work on that gene for myself, but I see that in Mike and I'm like, that is a cool trait that I I want to grow into. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we can definitely change and evolve over time. Uh, but yeah, he's very different in me than me in that aspect where giving comes as a, you know, just a natural instinct to him. He just wants to make sure everybody is having the best time, no matter the cost, no matter what it takes. Well, I think that's, I think, that's it, neat. I think it's because it comes from his values. His values are, he wants to be where the fun is. Yeah. He wants to have fun. So that's what he's going to choose to spend his money on. That's true. Yeah. So it's like, what else is money for? But where do those values come from? And I think that's that's your point, right? It's like, well, why do why don't I have like the the you know fun twenty four seven gene? You know, yeah. like Mike, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have the fun. 
fun 47 minutes per day, Jean. As long and as I then... get a nap and food. <laughs> yeah. And a proper amount of sleep at night. Right? Yeah. I think about my mom. Yeah, like, tell me about your side. Like, so my mom grew up, like her story is very interesting with money. And I wonder how much of that I got from her. So she grew up very rich back in the old country yep. in Iraq. She, you know, they, her dad owned the, the night, the nightclub, the nightclub, um, that had Which sounds like, like it was like, um, Ringling, not, not what's Ringling Brothers. Who's, what's the movie that we watched? Um, um, greatest show. Greatest show. Didn't it, didn't, it didn't, wasn't, wasn't it described circus. like it was like a circus, like a, like a, it, not in a circus, but like really entertaining acts. It wasn't just like a nightclub. It was like right. it magicians was a, it and was acrobats and things like venue. that. It was yeah. the the staple center or yeah. the the you know whatever we have. What do we have here? <laughs> Hockey town? No. <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's, it opened anyway, during COVID. I don't know the Joe the dojo they call it. <laughs> um, it's like that. You know, they owned the venue. Yeah. So whether it was the circus was in town That's or cool. a magician or just an, a musical act. So they had a lot of money. They had a driver. They had nine kids and all of the kids, you know, had whatever they needed. Um, but when they came to America, they kind of had to leave everything behind. Um, they weren't poor when they came here, but, you know, certainly – the wealth did not get split between nine children very well. I think it went to three, the three male children. Um, and it was up to the women to marry into, you know, whatever life they wanted to have. And my mom, unfortunately, found herself um, working three jobs with three kids and divorced and, you know, really didn't have any money. So she went from being rich to having very, very little. I mean, we lived in a two-bedroom apartment for the the four of us, and I shared a bedroom with my mom and my brother for, like, until I was, like, eight or nine. <laughs> um, and... Then later in life, she did get remarried and she had a nice house on the lake and she had everything that she wanted again. So she kind of went up, down, up. I grew up poor. And then when I was 18, she remarried. So yeah. I I went from down to up. And now I think we're very comfortable. Um, but I think my mom, so if I were to look at her values with money, even when she had none, um, she still always wanted to the best. Like it was like we couldn't afford a lot of clothing, but the three articles of clothing or the three outfits that we were going to have were going to be like boutique, yeah. you know, very nice. Um, we couldn't afford a, a house, you know, a, a house for a long time. But in our apartment, we had custom made furniture. So it's like she still had that like thing in her head where I'm going to get the best of the best, even if I can only get a little bit of it. Um, to me, um, I think because I grew up with not a lot, like I'm still kind of have that mentality where I'm like a little bit of a minimalist, but, um, the things you do have are nice. The things I do have are nice. I, I'm okay with having one or two, you know, things yeah. instead of 50, hmm. but having those one or two things be kind of nice. And I will say there still is that part of me that's kind of when I when I hear kids talking and, you know, I mean, they don't have like a lot of couth yet, 
when I see like somebody be like, wow, your house is really small. It still kind of like hurts me or it like gets that like child like pain inside where you know better as an adult, but you still kind of like carry with you those scars. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very, very long winded background, but I think where we are today where I like to spend a ton of money on the house mm-hmm. and making things nice yeah. and having like, yeah, one, you know, a nicer car. Like mm-hmm. when we were shopping for cars, you were like, I don't care. Let's just get a Jetta. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of want a luxury car. Yeah. Um, and I kind of hate that I want that, but it's, it's in me. Well, I'll tell you what, I was very reluctant to get that luxury car and man, do I love it. I really love it. And I think about your mom and I think about the gift giving that she was able to do. And I loved all the gifts that she gave me. I still have these awesome slippers that she got me that I know were quite expensive. Mm. But man, I love them. And, and she now was you always have good. to get like yeah. Target slippers every single year yeah. and then they wear out. Like you have think, like one pair of right. um, Ugg slippers. Yep. And hopefully the last 10 years oh, or they're whatever. fantastic, especially in Michigan winters. But I mean, so I think there's something to buying for quality versus buying for flash. So, and there's a fine line there probably, mm. you know, and I don't know. I, I don't think your mom was uh, wasteful with any of the purchases, but yeah, I mean, there's something to, if you don't have a lot to wanting to, especially cause you have, you would have some wealthy relatives. So, I mean, that was probably rough for your mom. Yeah. It was you know? a little bit of like wanting to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. I'm sure. But, um, but so I, I mean, based, when you, when you and I came together, mm-hmm. I came from a little bit more like, yeah, I, wa- I want to get like the North Face coat. Yes. And you came from the, no, I'll just get whatever coat yep. or, you know, and but, but I'll get, get buy a new one every year or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like what's your, what were some of the things that, that were shocking to you when we first got married that you were like, um, I really I, don't want to spend money on that. Yeah, I, I, think, I think clothing has always been one of those things that you and I kind of go back and forth on. Like I, when we get together, my old roommates left a bag of old clothes in the garage. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, sweet clothes in the garage. garage. I like looked through garage them and they're like, clothes. this fit me. These are nice. So I started wearing garage clothes, told Nicole about it. She's like, Oh, what is this? What's wrong with you? Go buy some pants. Pretty sure one of them that you used to wear all the time were women's pants. <laughs> they don't make men's pants without pockets on the butt. Like they those fit are well. Women's pants. Hey, you wear my clothes now. So talk about switching genders of clothes. If the women's <laughs> the pants jammers. fit me, they they fit me. They're good. Yeah, but that's that's a that's a good one. I was kind of like, yeah. uh, you need to have some new clothing budget yeah. every month. And then maybe just furniture in general. When you moved in, it was like, hey, I'm like, hey, how about this pad I got? And you're like, yeah, we're going to whip this into shape. You know, yeah. new new couches, new blah, blah, blah. But at the, I really didn't have a lot of money before we got married. Like I, you know, I was buying stuff off of Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and spending money that I didn't have, you know, through my home equity line of credit and student loans. So I was just sort of buying stuff on bar, bar on credit and you know, buying it uh, cheap. So when we got together, we were all of a sudden making twice of what I, what I had. So the beginning was like, yeah, sure. Let's get some stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't come as first nature to me to be like, Hey, 
I definitely need to upgrade this couch. I'm yeah. like, huh, it's a couch. You sit on the couch and you sit on the couch and you watch TV. And it doesn't need to, I don't know. It's just part of my nature. I don't know. Um, I, and I, I get that. Yeah. I do get that from my parents. My, I would go over to my parents' house and they've got stuff they've had for 30 years or whatever, you know? I mean, they get new stuff every once in a while, but that doesn't, I don't think it bothers them as much. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's, there's a right or wrong answer in any of this. I think it's just there's what your not. values are and what you grew up with. Right. And. But I do think that when you mesh the two together. Yeah. It can be hard to understand the other person's perspective. Yes. And I think we had a hard time with it until we went back and and kind of dove into why we are the way we are. And then I think we had more empathy for each other. Counseling so, helped for sure. For example, when we got in a big fight over um, $100 a month for a cleaning lady. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think. In the beginning, it was I, I wanted to have somebody come help me with the heavy lifting once mm-hmm. a month, and I didn't think it was a lot of money to ask for such a treat, you know, such a wonderful day of the month to to have somebody come help you get everything done at once. Um, and I think you were of the mindset of, well, you're home with the kids. Why can't you just clean? Or why does the house even have to be that clean? We're just going to dirty it up again. And I think your initial reaction was kind of like, and I know you're going to fight me on this, but I know what went through your head and you did say it out loud once out of anger was she's being a princess. She wants it all and doesn't want to save any money. Sure. Um, I did say that. You did. I remember. And I get it, but I think once we talked about it and understood that like, hey, this is so important to me because even when my mom was, you know, working three jobs just to be able to pay the bills um, and we had a tiny house, she still had a cleaning lady come once a month because that was a treat to herself. Absolutely. There, you know, some some women like to go out and treat themselves with manicures and pedicures. Some women spend a lot of money on makeup. So, you know, my mom didn't go out to the bar. She didn't spend money on going out to eat. She did very little for herself, but that was the treat to herself. And I kind of saw that and I I I think I've inherited that. Hmm. I, I love that once a month where yeah. everything feels good and it feels in order and it feels zen around me and it helps my brain relax. That's my meditation. <laughs> um, so I think once we dove into that and you understood that, you were like, okay, well, she's not being a princess. This is just actually that important to her. That's super high up on her values. Exactly. Um, and I do penny pinch in other areas. You, you know? do. Yeah, so, we talk about that a lot. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Aubrey used the same... <laughs> <laughs> same paper plate. Same paper plate 20 times. You taught me how to wash plastic bags. <laughs> I think that's more of a cultural that's thing more, for you guys. That's more environmental, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like to waste. But mm-hmm. when there's something of value, I'm okay spending. I like that. Um, and for you, um, tell me more about... Things that like, I... Yeah, I, well, I think you like when I'm like, all right, what do you like spending on, right? Yeah. I love going to live events. I'll spend a lot of money on a concert. I love uh, spending, overspending on my kids' activities. You know, if they've got soccer, they got this, they got that. The camps. I mean, we're sending them to the most fantastic camp in our 
probably state. I feel yeah. like maybe I'm being. But yeah, biased. I do remember being like, "Wait, I can't get a hundred dollar cleaning lady once a month, and you want to buy like Lollapalooza tickets for twelve hundred dollars for one weekend? Right? What? It's all values. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah." For we sure. Did. We had to dive into the way that our parents are with money and how that's shaped us. I didn't know that about your mom. With uh, that's a new story that I learned I today. Know, I've definitely about, told you. No, you no, no. About about memory. the about the cleaning lady. Even even when you guys had oh, the yeah. apartment, you no, told me that. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 100%. Well, that, that goes to show how good of a memory I have. Uh, <laughs> but I do remember that, and I think that therapy and the counseling. It was just good to just be like, all right, get out of your own ego, Andy. And get out of your own head and like try to step in her shoes. Why is this so important to her? And then understand it. And once I did, it was like, okay, you know what? I like it too. And she loves it. So it's like, it's a, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's very important to her. So yeah. It kind of reminds me of Paula Pants. Like you can afford anything, but not everything. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Shout out to Paula. Yeah. I, I love that because mm-hmm. it's like find out what is important to you. And maybe it's because you were hardwired that way. Like for you, I, you love, you love experiences. Yeah. I think that might be a hardwire thing. I think that for might sure. be a, a nature. Um, for me, um, it's really important to um, decorate my home mm-hmm. and make it really, really nice and cozy because I grew up in a very small house and I didn't have a lot of pride tied around like wanting to bring people over. And, um, so that's why mine is more. I am interested. (laughs) I'm interested with your background with the, uh, I'll call it uh, nature background. I'm sorry, nurture background. Why you aren't interested in expanding outside of this house. Like, it seems like you're very content and I'm not, I'm not complaining at all. I love that we are in this house, 2,700 square feet. It's beautiful. We're in a great neighborhood, but how as a part of your, I don't know, yeah, going from an apartment to nicer to nicer, why, why are you able to be satisfied? And I'm, I'm I'm very happy with that satisfaction and contentment is what we're all seeking. But how, I guess, how do you attain that? Because I, 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 sometimes I'm like, why don't we get a bigger house? I mean, it's, we could get another mortgage. We could put, we could throw all this, we could sell this thing and get a bigger one. Yeah. And then pay off that mortgage. You know, it, it's. It's a, I mean, it's definitely something I really work hard at trying to not have a case of the wants. Sure. Only because I know that that would mean that we would both need to work more. Oh, yeah. And then Daddy wouldn't be working a work $36,000 a year job. I feel like this home. is the sweet spot. <laughs> Yeah. Now, if we, if, if like, I don't know, if we got like viral TikTok videos that we were just making totally. money hand over fist, TikTok all that money. internet money. Where's my internet money? <laughs> um, <laughs> and we just had loads of money and, you know, we were able to very easily get yeah. an, a, a bigger home. I, I want to be able to say like the Zen in me wants to be able to say, nope, even if I won the lottery and had a trillion dollars. I would want to stay here, but that's kind of probably not true. Yeah. I, I would want to expand. So the answer to your question of like, why am I content here is because I'm working really, really hard at reminding myself sure. to be content here. And we like our lives right now. Mm-hmm. And with, with that more would come more hours at work, more responsibility. My mom did say though, like, you know, just a couple of years ago before she passed, she was like, 
when I was saying something about the house, she was like, well, in your next home. And I was like, what do you mean next home? She's like, you know, when you get the next bigger home. And I'm like, like, it was just so ingrained in her that like, you are like you just you keep going all, yeah it feels like it's the american way well, it's like well bigger. that's this one now what's your next one right and i was like that's kind of sad sometimes i don't think that we are gonna get yeah, it next home it's nice we've been here for almost eight years now but yeah it does it it takes a lot of um daily reminding and it takes a lot of work i yeah. think to be content unfortunately it's hard work oh, well it's a <laughs> daily practice isn't it, it? Need to be, but... <laughs> well, i and love it I, I also think about like how we're going to shape our kids. Yes, like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if we're constantly looking for bigger, better, I mean, that, that would that be a nurture thing that we would teach them being like, all right, well, we've been in this one and we've been here for a long time. Now it's, now it's time for the next one. Mm-hmm. I do remember I being in a, um, in, in a session where we were doing financial peace university. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in a breakout room or breakout table and a, a couple talking about their kids that were teenagers. And one of the kids, they had two kids. One was very motivated by money. And so they could say like, Hey, we'll give you five bucks if you mow the lawn hmm. and they could get the lawn mowed. Um, but then they had a, another child who was not motivated by money whatsoever and was just super content and like watching TV and they'd be like, well, we'll give you five bucks. And he's like, I don't want five bucks. What am I going to do with five bucks? I got, I I got the TV. It's free to sit here on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting because that sounded very much just like nature. Yeah. It was like they had no control over. <laughs> That's true. Changing their money habits. So I don't know. I guess key takeaways. Yeah, let's do them. I I'm going to start. I'm Go ahead. say I think I think it's a lot more um I think it's a lot more, I'm going to go with nature, nurture. Mm. I actually oh, think okay. it's a lot more nurture. Okay. In my life, it has been okay. um, shaped a lot by what I didn't have when I was younger and what I'm compensating for, overcompensating for now. Maybe. Got it. That shapes your money beliefs, <laughs> yeah. your, your, your money desires. Where I, yeah, how okay. I spend and what I spend on. Well, I'll. I, I don't want to, dis- I don't disagree with you, but my second point is we can't discount uh, nature because of your example of how different siblings are. I mean, that's a really interesting way of thinking about things. My siblings, um, we're all very different when it comes to money, your siblings, same sort of thing. I mean, even the the example you gave from our FPU class, our financial place university class. Mm -hmm. So, however, yeah. Okay. Here's the explanation. I think for that. All right. What you got? Your parents are different. They are. So I think, you took after your mother, mm-hmm. I think maybe Mike gets his from your dad. So that's still, that's still, he learned it from your dad. You mm-hmm. just learned it from your mom. Sure. So like, yeah, you guys are different, but it was still learned behavior from. Yeah. So maybe that's why, you know, it's kind of like. Well, you never, you didn't talk about your father very much. I mean, how much, how much, how much uh, money beliefs do you, were you shaped I by your dad? I didn't spend a ton of time with my dad on a a daily basis way he was a little bit frugal Mm, i didn't know that yeah i thought he was free living man enjoy enjoy today yeah but he was frugal so 
in in that. You say it as a swear word when you say it like that. When I say frugal, everybody. Frugal is a positive term. Nicole thinks it's a swear word. (laughs) But anyway, I will. Yeah. So I don't think I spent enough time with him on the daily basis to like inherit his his behaviors. So there again is the, I think I'm right. right. Time spent. Nurture. Okay. Nurture. Nurture for the win. Yeah. All right. Takeaway number three. I don't know. Well, let's let's go to the board here. Maybe we'll get a takeaway number three okay. from our friends here. Anybody? Carlos, thank you so much for hey, showing Carlos. up. Once again, we got to give a shout out to Carlos. Being grateful is very important. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And we also have Dwayne. And thank you very much for saying we're doing a nice job. We have a lot of fun doing this, Dwayne. And my buddy Chris is here. Chris from Popcorn Finance. Thank you so much for being here. He goes, now what about a tiny home? I think maybe he's talking about, we mentioned these... Um, uh, these switches around his yeah. houses. Chris is a huge fan of tiny homes. Now he doesn't live in one, but he's a huge fan. He's like a, he's like a, I don't know. He, he's very interested in it, but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't go for it. I think they're so cool. Like, I think they I, are. I would watch H. What is it? Um, HGTV. HGTV, and like just I think it's so awesome that they find three uses for one thing. Yeah. It's a cutting board. It's also a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's like living in a New York apartment, and, but it's just yeah. your entire home. And I think they're so super fantastic. I'm not ready to live in one. I have two small kids and we need space. <laughs> yeah, I don't see a lot of those shows, Chris, with lots of children. Yeah. Uh, living with them. Not that we have lots. We've got two, but... But there's always options, um, you know, considering what you've got going on. So maybe maybe, maybe our takeaway number three is... Uh, is Oh, I know. Oh, go ahead. You've got something special? When you're in a relationship, whether it's, you know, you're getting married or you're dating or whatever it is, look into each other's backgrounds to understand why people are the way they are. I mean, it's money is the number two reason that people get divorced. And I think it makes sense because... So many of the decisions we make, so many of our morals and values and just the things that we do on a daily basis are tied to how we spend money. Um, And it's a huge topic. And sometimes we're not going to always agree. But I think when you look at each other's backgrounds and try to dive into why we are the way we are and why we spend the way we do, it helps to understand and to have more empathy with each other. So I would say that's the key takeaway three. I think that's a great key takeaway number three. All right. Excellent. We did it. We did it. We probably went way over. That's okay. It's been gone for a while. Hopefully people like the show. Everybody, if you do like the show, please let us know if you wouldn't mind uh, going on this YouTube stream here, youtube.com slash marriage, kids and money, or hitting us up on social media, Andy Hill MKM at Andy Hill MKM. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you like what you're hearing today, some people have been doing this, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can do that at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Apple Podcasts. That would be great. We love words of affirmation. I love them a lot. Nicole's like, whatever. I can't believe people are listening. Anyone wants to hear what we have to say. We're just like, I don't know. Chit-chat. We are chit-chat. And if you enjoy the chit-chat, please let us know. And if you don't I'm enjoy so the chit-chat, thankful. email me and let me know. And let us know. We can prove. Don't leave the review. Appreciate it. Everybody, thank you so much. We're going to go do our thank Friday night movie you. night. Cheers, Nicole. Cheers, I love guys. you. Have a good night. Good Friday. Happy Friday.